I see you out there, my sister friends. I'm Tanya Burke, your host of We Own the Table. And today we have another great episode in season one. I said it's season one. And today we have Keisha Puckett. She says it's Keisha. I like to call her Keisha because it's spelled like Keisha, K-I-S-A. Please tell me I'm saying it wrong. Okay, for another show. But Keisha Puckett is the creative director of Pink Icing Marketing and Branding. And so she's here today to drop some, I'm telling you, some hot nuggets, okay? Some hot nuggets on why it's important for us to maintain our brand out there. And especially for your sister friends out there that's uh, business owners. And those of you who are even out there trying to find you a job or up you know up the game at your job brand is very important and so keisha is here today to share her information and her knowledge on what we need to do to make sure our brand is tight so i'll let her tell you the rest so stick around and watch what keisha has to say all right everybody sister friends how are you all doing? We are here for another episode of We Own the Table because you know that table is what we own. We no longer are begging, borrow, or stealing a seat at the table because the table belongs to us because we built it. And so today, as you heard earlier, as I gave out that great bio information about this phenomenal woman, I can't, man. Let, let, let me just pause for a minute. I just got to have one of them brief moments of silence. Okay, there we go. This woman right here, Keisha. Yeah, I said it. Keisha Puckett. When I say dynamic, dynamic. You all may not know her, but after this episode and you get to know her, you're going to be like, I'm going to need to know more of her. You know, I met Keisha what about six seven wow. maybe yeah, yeah. Been a long time about about like, eight years ago yeah like seven eight years ago yeah yeah it's been that and, long and she's been lighting the fire ever since you know she is the creative director of pink ice and marketing and branding and she is the founder of KP Media TV. And girl, we're gonna we gonna go look, sister friends. We are gonna dig into this whole media and branding and marketing because it is so important. And especially as black women, oftentimes we are we we we're not coming correct in these areas. I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep it real. We we 
we friends, sister friends, and friends, we keep it real with each other. So I'm gonna keep it real. We don't always come correct when it comes to the marketing and the branding and making sure that we have the right image out there, even when you don't have a business. So Keisha's going to school us today. I mean, she's going to school us today on everything that we need to be doing, everything that we need to know and how we can, you know, build our brand and how we can expand our exposure because and you know i'm really excited about the whole kp media and i think that's where i kind of want to start yes because, i mean this is uh, this 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 whole kp media that you have created couldn't have come at a better time because it's so important for years when it comes to the whole mainstream media it's, it's, we we just don't see enough of us one sitting at the table uh, of mainstream media. We don't see enough of us on television, and even in these streaming platforms, we just really still not seeing enough of us. And the narrative is being spoken about us, but it's not coming from us. And so now there's this great platform that you have created that allows like. People like me, because I'm, you know, those of you who don't know, I'm a part of the KP Media team um, with We Own the Table. And so this is just a, it's just a fabulous thing that you're doing, and it's a great time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like, like the timing is everything. It's kind of like with everything that's going on right now, like people going crazy, you know, we got the health crisis, the economic crisis, the political thing going on, literally everything, right? And so that kind of was like the catalyst for me as far as looking at like how do we pivot like in all of this. But at the same time, we are it's like one of those things where it's like you can't just do anything standard or basic, right? At least, you know, not us, <laughs> not us. We can't just do standard or basic. We always got to be kind of ahead of the game. And although I pay attention to trends at the same time, it's like, where are we going? And you hit it right on the head, uh, Tanya, when you said um, about, you know, the streaming and just seeing where that's going and how we don't have really access to those things as our counterparts. And so that's what I wanted to be able to do is like, you know, I talk about, you know, marketing and branding and get on social media and high visibility and all this. It's like, okay, how do we do that though? Because right now, especially during COVID, everybody's on social media. Girl, so, who you telling? Some people who don't need to be right on social media. <laughs> exactly. You know, if I see one more little boosie, uh, uh, some of these other ones, I you know, I ain't gonna call everybody out, but not everybody needs a, a, a channel. Yes, it, it's very true, and I feel like it's you know, it's like one of those things where, um, yeah, social media is a great place to be, but like you're like you're you're competing with all of that. <laughs> you're competing with all of that, and when it comes to like whatever message you have, your business, and all of that, you still need to be seen. And so I had to ask myself like. Okay, I'm I'm preaching this at this point, year after year after year, but what is going to make the difference where black women, our community is able to truly get their message and movement out, their business, their service, their brand? How are they really going to build that 
um, besides just being on social media where it's so crowded. And so that's kind of where KP Media TV came in because I was like, okay, this is perfect. Streaming is where it's going. I was just in the store the other day and I made a post too on Facebook. And you go in there, you go to electronics, and when you when you see all the TVs stacked up, they're stacked up real high now because all, all we have is like what's in the, the four walls in the roof, right? Yeah. And so um, when you go in there, all you see now is like Roku this, Android TV. Actually, I didn't even see Android TV as much a couple years ago. Now I saw Android TV. You know, I see um, it, Roku and Android TV was the, the two main ones, and that's showing you where we're going. And so the streaming is where it's at, and not too many people are paying attention to that. So I'm like, that's something we can take advantage of. Yes, most definitely. And I think I saw that post because I was like, wherever she's at with them TVs and they that cheap, that's where I need to be. <laughs> there was a man that had three. There was a man. That had three. I was playing when I saw that price tag. I was like, hope I had to reel back. I had to scroll back up. I said, wait a minute now. I read the message. Don't don't get me wrong. I read the message. Then I looked and I said, what's that price? I said, wait a minute now. Okay. I was yeah. like. I'm gonna have to call Kitchen after where you at so I can buy me one of the TVs. <laughs> I looked at that too. I was like, wow, when did TVs become I think one of the price points was 178. It was one something. That's all I know. It was it was a cheap one something. And I was looking in my pockets like I I pretty much I can I think I could scrape that up in the couch. Right. <laughs> and go get one of them TVs. Literally. <laughs> And like I said, there was a man coming out when I was taking the pictures. I so wanted to take a picture of this man coming out with the three TVs because I was like, I need people to see this. Like, he has like two Roku's and an Android TV. This is going to be perfect on my social media line. That man like, ain't playing. That man, like, I got these hollering kids at home <laughs> who I'm stuck at home with. And we only had one big TV in the house. Right. And I need to get these chins out my face. That's that's what that was all about. That yep. man was like, I need these kids to be able to stream and do all what they need to do away from me. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of like how you used to say, I saw people like posting like their floor plans <laughs> online. It's like, okay, so where are we vacationing today? It's exactly. like, well, the kids can be in that room and I'm going to be in my retreat. And that's exactly. as far as we're going. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. that's where we're at. You know, it's like you, you laugh about it and it's funny, but that is actually where we're at, where we're going. It's just an entirely different direction we're going with business and how we get content out, how we share. All of that's going to be changed now. And that's great that you had that vision. And not only did you have the vision, because as you know, sister friend, uh, as many of our other sister friends out there, black women in general, Oftentimes we get, we get these downloads and they are excellent. They yeah. are groundbreaking and revolutionary and and so innovative and we don't move on it. No. We sit and we die with these great ideas, great products, great services or whatever the case may be and it never leaves us. It it goes out of us to us calling our girlfriends and saying, hey, girl, I think I want to do this. And then our friend, you know, boost us up. Girl, you should do that. Do it, do it, do it. It's great. But we never make that move. So I'm so glad that you had that vision. And, and then you went out to make sure that the vision came to fruition. Yeah, I, I take my downloads very seriously. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. 
I got a download two in the morning. I'm getting out color note, and I'm like, I need to make sure I get all these details, and then I also need to make sure I know that I'm going to be implementing this. So this is going to be certain. So um, I think with me, just in business in general, with KP Media TV, but then also ventures before um, this one. Anytime I get a download like that, and God says, "Look." This is what I have for you. And it's typically like laid out. Like you are excited about it, everything. I make sure to put that in motion. I'm like, I'm not going to grade with that one. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so glad you didn't. I'm yep. so glad you didn't. And you know, earlier you talked about how there's so much out there. There's so much noise yes. in terms of getting yourself out there, getting your, you know, with your brand and your messaging and being able to, you know, how do you, you know, get through that? How do you, you know, make navigate your way through the weeds, as I say, and, and making sure that you can have your message or your image or your business or whatever it is that you have going on in the forefront? Yeah, the one thing people need to understand is be yourself. <laughs> I know we hear it in so many different ways, but I think people literally dismiss that and just keep going and then still try to imitate and mimic somebody else. Be yourself, no matter what that looks like. It doesn't matter. It's There's an audience out there for you and it's in that authenticity is how you extract those people that you're supposed to work with. That's literally what you need to do. I know we buy so many different programs and services to tell us how to do this and that and tools and on and all of those are great but at the end of the day, if we don't, that foundational piece, like just being in the space, whether it's social media or whether it's TV, uniquely as you and what you have to offer, if you miss that, then you've missed the whole boat. That's so important. And one thing that um, I have this whole thing where I'm actually going through a rebrand, even for my personal brand, where it's like uh, obtaining like your forever client. And what I saw as a common thread from taking the analogy that I just gave is people will come in pre-sold. People will come in halfway knowing what you have and like, oh, okay, yeah, I know you have amazing stuff. Where do, where's the buy button at? Mm -hmm. And the only way they get to that is if you're showing up in your, your authentic self. That's the only way they get to that. Because I've asked the question, I'm like, how are you just that sold out about something that I've announced or getting FOMO if I say, oh, the prices are going up or this? How? And it's like, well, I'm watching how you're showing up. I'm watching how you're dealing with life because it's not even just like business. It's not. It's everything about you, your character, your belief system. Like on LinkedIn, for example, I have my whole commitment and belief system over there. Mm -hmm. And you don't typically see that, you know, people kind of box themselves in and say, oh, I do these particular services and I do these particular services really well. But then they forget the other. Who are you as a person? That's what people really want to know. So and you know what? And you brought up a great point because and, and, and I think we all at some point have been guilty of this. I know I personally have. So I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to raise yeah. both hands. And if I'm I sure I'm probably have to. If 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 I was that limber, I put my leg up here too, but uh, but I'm not. Uh, but a lot of that is, you know. Okay, you. I see this happen all the time. People. I, okay, I'm gonna enroll in this program and that program and this program and that program, and they just keep doing it one after the other. And then yeah. the time that they're with this guru, they everything they're doing is just like that guru. 
Yeah. And then when they get with this person, everything that they're doing is just like that person. And it goes on and on and on. And then by the end of the year, you're like, who is this person? Like, right. what is their brand? What do they stand for? Right. Like, what is that? And I, you know, will admit that I have fell into that trap as well. And, I, and most of the time, it's out of fear. Mm -hmm. And it's out of, you know, kind of being afraid that people won't they won't want to see you like right. you can't come to the party you know it's your party but you can't even come to it and yeah. you are putting everybody else there except for yourself so i think that it's so important for our sister friends to know that baby come to the table just how you are what they say come come to the church house hey how you are, how you are. Come as you are. yeah come as you are yeah. and i think that's so important you know and it's been difficult for black women because some some of us have lost who we are mm -hmm. because we've had so many people tell us what who we've been is not not right you know what i'm saying like Oh, you can't act this way. You can't talk this way. You can't do this. And so we come to the table as being someone totally phony. Yeah, and that's the wrong way to do it. First of all, it's not, you're not going to last long being a character. Like, you're not going to last long trying to be in this other woman's shoes and how she goes about doing her thing. The reason she's excelling in it is because she's operating in her zone. You almost have to think about it like that, too. Like, Whoever you're following and listening to, you see them so successful, but you also see them operating in their zone, in their yeah. genius, in the way that they show up. And you're trying to some kind of way puzzle into what they are and how they're, and that's not how you're supposed to do things. And I think all of us, though, Tanya, have at some point, because even myself, have gone through that where you're like, it's still the process of kind of learning all that. Like, it's like, okay you're not only learning this new concept of how to do X, Y, and Z. And as you're learning that, you're kind of taking on that, whatever the coach or that guru is telling you how to do, you're taking that on at the same time because you're, you are like in a learning phase, not realizing that you're kind of losing yourself in the process too. So I think that's um, really a normal process that you kind of go through. And sometimes it takes people years to finally figure out like, no, you're enough. Yeah, you need to show up exactly you're enough <laughs> you are enough and yeah. some of y'all ain't losing yourself some of y'all just lost yeah and, 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 right. and we don't we don't right. we, we are out here trying to get you to find yourself we didn't put you on the milk carton we didn't put you on there have you seen her have you seen we have you seen her and we all we got a search party out there to find you so we can bring you back and make sure that it's you that's showing up and not all these other people who you think you should be and you know what? If you really kind of study, like, like when you see other people's journey, how they start one way, right, and then they start operating in their own zone, you will see time after time after time again that they become very successful when they start working in their space. Yeah, who you pick? <laughs> you pretty much you see them kind of working within a framework. Then all of a sudden, because they learn too, they all everybody yep. almost everybody goes through the same process. Then they break out because you know that's exhausting. It's like mm -hmm. I can't beat this person. So it becomes a point where it's like, wow, I was I didn't sign up to have a business to be locked into something and feel not free. So it gets exhausting. And then once you see them break out of that, 
that's when you really see those people rise. So even like looking at that as an example, when you kind of look at yourself as far as what direction you're going, that right there is a good indicator of what you can have. If you're one, like you said, if you, we got a search party out for you, you know, that those are examples you can look at. Like, no, it's okay. <laughs> well, you brought up, you said, you, you said a, a word right there. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's very exhausting. And I'm telling y'all, sister friends, if you out there doing that, we give you permission to take a nap. Yeah. Uh, stop running around there. You all tired and everything. Take a rest. Take a break. Take a cedar. Take a take a some. Take a breath. Take something. But make sure that you quit running around here. You know, operating in somebody else's zone. You yeah. know, stay in your lane. We I talked about that. You know, before. Stay in your lane. Stop yeah. keeping up with the Kardashians. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that keep up with your own stuff. Leave right. them Kardashians alone. It's like we got enough stuff in our own backyard. <laughs> Thank you. you. know, I got enough on my own table, my own plate. It's like I don't need nobody else's stuff up on there. You know, so, I got too much of my own stuff that I got to worry about and deal with. You know, my stuff is heavy. Yeah. You know, it's heavy like like Amazon boxes heavy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm go over here trying to take on somebody else's stuff. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. no, sister. Mm-mm, can't do that. But I'm so glad you brought that point up because it's very important. And that, you know, that transcends throughout in just about every area of our lives. Yes. You know, not just your business, not just your place of work. That, that, that have, you know, you know, they always talk about how, you know, people be on social media living lives that really don't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I crack up when I see these people where they, you think they on some jet flying somewhere or whatever, and then they, you, then they show the behind the scenes where they then took a picture of this box or whatever and made it look like, you know, <laughs> like they in, in Egypt or something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, social media is is great. It's like a blessing and a curse at yeah. the same time. But we need to be utilizing it. In that you know, on the blessing side, and making sure that that we are presenting and putting out the right narrative, and especially when it comes to our community. Absolutely, wow. a good note. I'm glad you mentioned that. Stop comparing yourself, right? There's so many people. <laughs> Stop comparing, because just like you said, Tanya, what you comparing is most times the the fake, the fake life, the social media you know, that social media look, which is very different for uh, very different from what life is really like, even for the people that you're looking at, you know, they're just showing you one snippet. And then sometimes that snippet could be like you say, uh, the picture on the box, or if they got a little bit of change, they can rent the uh, Rolls Royce and stand in front of it. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got people, I mean, I don't know, you know, people renting cars, clothes, shoes, handbags, all that stuff. Girl, they ain't even renting. They driving up to the dealership. Girl, hurry up and let me out and take this picture. Right. Hurry up before they come. Hurry up. Hurry up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and then talking about, oh, I, I, girl, look at this penthouse overlooking the water, this and this and that. God has been good to me. And I'm like, okay, good for you. Then I'm looking like, wait a minute, sis. I know you. Yeah. yeah. Last week you was talking about, you know, you tired of them roaches in the apartment. Right. You know that. 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine if someone did a series where they literally toured car dealerships and real estate agents and brokers and asked them specifically about people showing up taking pictures in front of cars, in front of houses that were had listings on them, and they're like, "Why are you here? Just taking pictures, literally." Exactly. And for what? For what? Like, it's not. It didn't gain you any more likes. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really, you got more haters because people are like, mm, look at her. You know what I'm saying? They can't and, relate. And, I, you know, and, and since we're talking about likes, likes just does not translate into dollars. And so if it's not translating into, you know, growing your empire, like, why are you doing it? And I feel like people, that's a good point, Tanya. That whole likes and even sometimes comment, ga comment game if you're one of those ones that think likes and comments will tell you how successful a person is or you're measuring your own success off of that, please stop doing that. Please. And see, because I know that firsthand because, you know, I work in politics a lot and so often politicians fall into that trap of social media land and like, oh, all these people like me. And it's like, this is this is your mama and your daddy and your uncle and your cousins and your friends from high school. So yeah, everybody like you. This is not a representative <laughs> representation of the like, oh. <laughs> you know? And then when they you know, then when they don't win, it was like, I don't understand what happened. Everybody liked me on Facebook. <laughs> You're like, uh-uh. There's another thing with that. There's a couple things that's kind of funny, and I wish people would get over the whole like and comment game. Is sometimes if you like, say if you have a picture of yourself, you just took this cute picture, you stand in front of a lake, you know, had that dress on, whatever, and you have this long book of a post, and you just, you know, you just put your heart into it, right? So somebody come along, the first thing they see is your image, and they like, oh, like, oh, Keisha, I love that dress you have on. You sitting up here thinking that they didn't consume your content. <laughs> <Girl, they laughs> I done been there and done that. And I was like, did you not hear my message? <laughs> okay, next time I'm, I'm going to put the message, I'm going to put an old lady on the picture, right. you know, you know, and put her up there and see if you're paying attention. Yeah, that happens so often. So the main thing with that is you'll hear influencers talk about this very thing too. They'll have hundreds of thousands of followers and barely any sales, any sales at all. And you'll look at them like, because you're looking at their numbers, trying to be like them, but they're not selling. They're not converting any of that. So you'll hear that being even a complaint um, amongst the influencer community of trying to figure that out. So yeah, likes are not where it's at. Many times, you know, if you're doing any type of business, consulting, whatever it is you're doing, you're solving a problem most times, right? And a lot of people are not going to raise their hand, no matter what it is. If they have a problem, they're not going to raise their hand. Like, oh, yeah, I'm one of the ones that's really messed up. Like, comment. They're not going to do that. So a lot of the time, you'll have these conversations happen behind the scenes without a like or a comment. Mm, so people need to stop comparing. <laughs> yeah, the comparison trap is, is a deadly one. It really is. Mm -hmm. um, and we've all... We've all been there. We've all slipped oh, up yeah. and we've been like, okay, wait a minute. Let me, let me reel it back in and get myself together and, and stop comparing what I'm doing with everyone else. And then if you have someone that's, you know, that's on your team, that's, that's telling you to compare yourself to everybody else, you might want to start reevaluating who you are getting your information from and who you have yeah. cheerleading you on, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really important. And yeah, if you have anybody on your team telling you to mimic something else or to step in the shoes of the other guru that's doing X, Y, and Z, and you can only do it that way, yeah, it's definitely time to reevaluate your team because it doesn't work like that. No matter how much see people are out here selling programs, they're selling. I mean, they're selling because we're buying. <laughs> so they're selling that because we're buying that, not necessarily that that's what we need to do to get to our next level of success and whatever, wherever we're trying to go. But they're selling that because we're buying it and because they, they're looking at that, too. OK, so everything that we do, that comparison thing, that focus on likes, that focus on comments, that loving somebody in front of this car or that. They're looking at all that, and then they create all of these uh, programs and promotions around it. And guess what happens? We pour in, and we pay them top dollars to tell us all of this stuff. So they just keep feeding that. Mm -hmm. So it's time to look at it in a different lens. Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. And we, we, we definitely get caught, and especially now where there's a larger audience because, you know, people can't really go a lot of places. Yes, things are opening up slowly. You know, um, but people really being sitting right there on your couch in your chair or whatever it is that you have and on your smartphone, your laptop, whatever it is uh, in your streaming TV. Now that's where it's at. That's where yeah. people's attention yeah. is. And now the audience is even larger than it was before. Absolutely. And I've been even watching though the pivots that those the media giants are making like roku rolling out like doing their beta advertising now and because that's where everything is going it's like the numbers are astronomical like people are cutting cable like i was paying two hundred dollars a month for direct tv like if you yeah and i was like when i finally cut the cord i couldn't believe the amount of channels Shows and everything that I get now, I can't believe the number of the number of shows that I were was able to get or networks. A girl, oh, way less, man. Spectrum, boo boo, spectrum. Yeah. We coming for you. I'm telling yeah. you right now. We, we finna cut the cord because you've been you 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 you've been you've been on too long. I mean, is you right? It's just ridiculous in the in, in the cost and all of that to these different. This is but this is a great opportunity for innovative people mm -hmm. who've been sitting up, you know, and especially these last few months since we've, we've had to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. There are people who've been sitting here coming up with all kinds of ideas. Oh, yeah. And, and now is the time to move with that. And it's not even, you know, that expensive mm -hmm. to even get that message out there. No. Yeah, and then too, I feel like we're in a great space no matter what it is that you're doing. There's so much resource. Like you said, it's not even expensive to activate a lot of things. There's a lot of things that have been given for low cost, free opportunity. I mean, it's just like the list goes on and on. And uh, it's just, if you wanted to ever do anything, this is the time to really start looking at that, like expansion. It's not time to be waiting. Let me see how. No, 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 no. This is the time to do that, because after this, you won't see a time where, you know, resources are available like they are. Like people are sponsoring thousands of dollars into other people's dreams and business owners and people that want to start something, have an idea. You're not going to see that. But in a in a situation like we're in now, which you know, God forbid, I would never want another pandemic. 
But like, when was the last time we could say that we even had that? So people need to really see, you know, there's a lot of noise going on and a lot of serious issues happening on top of the health crisis, but they also need to see the opportunity in it. Cause you got one chance. It's like, see the opportunity in this and grab a hold of that. And it's, it's funny cause the other day I was sitting back, I'm like, man, literally no matter what industry you're in, there's something you could be making millions of dollars, if not billions, would it be doing? Like I wasn't even thinking about the whole, I was like, well, what are some of these, um, these companies are, are going to do, you know how they have the air filters, you know, the companies that make all that kind of, kind of stuff. I'm like, I, I wonder what they're thinking about right now, as far as when it comes to like classrooms and what innovation are they coming up that we haven't quite seen yet? I mean, this is like every industry It's service based, but then all the way up to your larger companies where there's just opportunity that we've never had before, you know, most definitely. And people better get on the train while they can, and, you know, and they, and they always saying that, you know, it's during these times where you see some of the greatest, you know, companies that, you know, came into existence, you know, Airbnb, Uber, yeah. Amazon, you know, you name it. Um, a lot of those companies came out of a downturn, came out of a need, you know, providing a service because there was a great need. And so you're right. It's just time for so many of us to just, just jump on. It's just on faith. Just leap out there and do it. And you can't allow yourself to be so distracted where you lose the opportunity because the first thing that goes is creativity and, cl you know, clarity and all that when there's so much distraction. Well, uh, the distraction is going to be there. So you just have to make it up in your mind that you are not going to let that overtake your creative ability, your ability to innovate and to think clear about some things that you can kind of, you know, do in the world. And you mentioned, I think it was Airbnb. I don't know if they had this before, but did they have, do you know, Tanya, if they had the Airbnb experiences, the virtual experiences? No, I don't recall. I didn't recall I, seeing them before. I didn't think so. So the other, what was a couple weeks ago, I signed my son up and a few of his friends to a magic show. And the guy was in, I can't remember, was he in Beijing? I think he was in Beijing. And he did a full-blown magic show and a class and everything. And so when you go on there, now Airbnb has Airbnb virtual experiences of all kinds, cooking, magic shows, comedy, all kinds of stuff. That's, you know, when you look at companies like that, the pivot, they're not just going to sit and wait like, oh, well, Airbnb, nobody's traveling, da 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 We just, how about we take this global marketplace that we have? And we're all about creating experiences. How about we turn those things into some other form of an experience? And that's how like people need to start thinking like, what is your, you know, I keep, I don't like using the word pivot anymore because I feel like it's just overused, but what is the thing that you can do in your space, whether you're already doing something mm -hmm. or you have a business or whatever, or what is something that, you know, if you have something already, what can you do to kind of make it, you know, fit to what's going on now and later? Because it's going to be a different later for us than we've ever seen. That is so true. That is so true. And, you know, forecasting and making sure that we are ready for whatever to come. Because we will, you know, this, we, not in my lifetime, have I ever experienced mm -hmm. anything like this. 
and I and and no one I know that's alive, <laughs> you know, has, has experienced anything like this. So it's so important that we make sure that we are fully in the game and ready for whatever mm -hmm. it is that's coming. And, and I think that's a big problem too, is we we get caught off guard and then we allow that to throw everything off. Because yeah. there's, there's a little change or something that's not the same as it was before. And so, you know, we have to we have to keep up with the trends and actually stay in front of it. Absolutely. Well, I think like you said, the same thing with me. I don't I haven't experienced this in a lifetime and nobody that I know that's living. And the only thing that I could compare it to is Bible times, like literally, like, oh, the plague that, we, you know, like literally we got to go back to Bible times to find something similar to this. Literally. Girl, don't, don't have so, Bible study happen up in here because it's been times where I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I read, you know. Bishop said something about yeah. that, and I wasn't paying attention that day. Yeah. Let me him and get that scripture. I be putting oil, oil on my doors. I'm like, this is a plan. Thank you. <laughs> okay, no, don't, don't get it twisted. So you're right when you say, you know, the only thing you said that remind you of it is, okay, I saw a scripture somewhere about something. Let me Google. Yes, Let me Google it. You know, but, you know, it's so great, but, you know, going full circle and, you know, the the whole branding and, and, and the media and, and, you know, brand recognition, you know, that sounds very scary to a lot of people. Yeah. I know yeah. that when I first started in business, I was like, what the hoo-ha right. is you people talking about? What do you, what? Brand what? Kellogg's? Right. Um, KFC? Like, that's what I thought of when you talked about brands, not even thinking of putting myself in that same category because I'm like, okay, they're a business. I'm a business. But it becomes so overwhelming, you know, just the whole process and, the, you know, the, like, how do you even, like, begin to have that conversation with somebody that's just like, okay, I am starting off my business because there's a lot of people who are starting businesses in this season. A oh, lot yeah. of people yeah. lost their jobs and they're not sitting back and saying, hey, I'm waiting on this unemployment check to come or, or whatever, because we have seen that government has failed us time and time again, even in those areas. So you have a lot of people say, okay, I got to get up and I got to make some money. So I am starting my business. This is my idea and I'm starting this. Like, how do you even wrap yourself around that whole concept of, of branding and marketing as a newbie in this? Yeah, the main thing, what I tell everybody is keep it simple. I know that's you, everything you see is good out there for the most part, not 100, and nothing's 100%. But it's going to tell you, you need all these mechanisms, all these tools, all these pieces. You need to be following this, you need to be on this person's email list. Keep it simple, especially if you're just starting out, because it will be very overwhelming and you'll have so many different messages and perspectives coming at you. You won't know what to do. 
Like people are literally stuck. Well, do I need to be off of LinkedIn, Instagram? Do I need to now be on TikTok? Do I need to be on Facebook? You know, they're like all over, all over the place thinking that they have to be. And so the brand, like if you literally just took the words off the table, it's back to what I was originally saying. Show up as yourself. Be consistent about that and make sure that you're clear on what it is that you do, who you serve who you are, all of those things as you continue to show up, just think about different celebrities and musicians that you love. You can pretty much guarantee that they're gonna show up a certain way each and every time. You pretty much know the way they move and you, you know all of that about them. And the reason you know that is because they are themselves in that brand that they've created for themselves and they're consistent about showing up in that way over and over and over again. If you say Beyonce, you know, pretty much, you know how she's going to show up in these concerts over and over. You know kind of what to expect. And it's because of the consistency and it's because of, you know, them being true to who they are. And so that part is the brand part. And so that's when you end up being able to, you always hear, been hearing it forever, the know, like, and trust, where that comes from the consistency, where people can feel like if I give you money this month, even if I'm not ready and want to come back three months later and start my services or whatever, I know you're going to be there because you're consistent. I've seen you through different seasons. I've seen your messaging through different seasons. I've seen you beyond just what you have to offer in your business. All of those things matter. And that's what people look at. And a lot of times people will sit back and just watch you. They won't comment, like, none of that stuff. They won't engage with you. Like, you'll find out somebody had been following you for nine months, and they'll come back, yeah, I've been following you since last year. You're like, really? Like, oh, yeah, and they're pre-sold. So that's the part. That is so true. Some of my largest contracts, uh, speaking engagements, whatever in terms of business or even just opportunities, have come from people who I didn't even know knew I existed. Right, right. You know, they weren't the ones who was regularly commenting, coming in, that a girl, keep it up, keep it going, or, or any of that. They were people who were in the background, and they were like, oh, I've been watching you for the last six, seven years. And it's like, stalking? You know, you, you stalking? You know, what's going on here? Why you ain't make yourself known? <laughs> Why you didn't announce yourself when you came in the house? Wait a minute now, you didn't came on my porch and ain't even trying to ring the doorbell. You just looking and lurking? Like, what's really going on? Until they write that check, then I was like, lurk on. <laughs> lurk on. Hang out if you want to. I don't need to know. I just need to know that you want to bring me on for the service. And, and, and you're, you're, you know, that's so true. We look, uh, I think we, we, we suffer from wanting this approval yeah. um, and we want it all the time. Yeah. Um, and you were talking about how people go out there and use this mechanism for the branding and you were talking about Beyonce and we know she's consistent and that's what we, the queen bee, that's what we yeah. look for, queen bee. But another person who has, I think is the king of this and, and some people will probably boo me, throw tomatoes and everything else, but it, it, it probably will banish me for saying this, but Donald Trump. Um, he is the master. He is like hijacked. Yep. You know, even before he was president, when he was running, 
you know, all of the free media that he received that anybody else was running would have to pay for. He got it. He capitalized on that. And he has been consistent. We know what he's going to do. We know what to expect. That's why when people be like, did you see that he did this? I'm like, he's been doing that for almost four years. Yeah, like where you been? Where you been? This should be a shock or surprise. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm really into the study of things that work. Because like you said, the distraction and people looking at the the like the shimmery stuff and the glitter, but they're missing it. They're missing it. And so when you look at somebody, like you said, Donald Trump, it's not, it's like you're looking at, you're looking at what works. You got to look at no matter where you are on the fence with the man, you're, you got to look at what works. What he's doing in the way that he's doing is attracting a certain following, right? Is making things happen the way he wants things to happen. Is but, that it's, free- but it's even attracting people who don't want to follow him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So when you start studying, you know, whether you choose two or three people, you, you'll see that common thread of that consistency. And then they're very, what's powerful is they're very clear about who they are. You don't have to question that. So like when people come in, they don't know quite who they are. They're kind of stumbling in and I'm trying to be this, like we back, back to that guru and this one. And then you like 10% of your brand showing up. That's not going to work. What's going to work is when you show up powerful, which the only way you show up powerful is showing up as yourself, whatever that looks like. And for people that are just, you know, starting out, like you mentioned, just coming into the business right now, because I know, a lot, like you said, the unemployment situation and people like, wait a minute, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to need something else in addition to my job. Uh, a lot of people get hung up on, well, this is a new business for me. I don't have a skill set. They start doubting themselves. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, what were you doing on that job so amazing where you got promotion or promotion or maybe even looked over? Because we know that happens quite a bit, no matter how amazing you are. Especially with our sister friends. Yes. Yes. So but you know what you've done in that place of employment. That counts. You have, you know, you doing something for five years, 10 years, 15 years, you were able to get this success after this success, move the department into a whole nother direction, rise them, all of that stuff counts. So even if you are a new business stepping in, you're not really new. You have 15 years experience doing this thing. And that's why it's so important to stay in who you are and not try to Oh, let me try to get this person's genius or this zone and try to make it for me. No, figure out how to use your gift. <laughs> you have 15 years of running somebody else's business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's just exactly that is what it is. And I think a lot of us uh, need to look at that. Another thing we need to look at what I feel like a lot of black women we come across is how to price ourselves. Like we always want to be like, well, I can't really charge that much. Why? Why can't you? We start thinking about the big numbers. And, you know, I always like to put it like this, especially for those that have worked a nine to five. I'll use marketing, for example. If you worked marketing for a company and they paid you $80,000 a year, why can't you charge somebody 10 grand for the services that you offer? Why is that so, you know, you have to look at that. It's like, okay, so you were valuable enough over here and had the skill set to run this whole marketing department and get paid $80,000 to $120,000 a year, but you can't even, you, you know, you're like, oh, here's a $50 something. 
Girl, of $5. Some of them can't even say five. Can I get five on it? Can I have five on it, please? We can't even get that going. You know, and you're so right. It's like, okay, you've, you've gone this far. You've done all this stuff. And, and then here's another trap that I see all the time in people who are new. And, 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 and we, don't get me wrong, ladies. I'm included in this too because I've made a lot of these. I've done a lot of these things, and I've had to learn the 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 the, the bells and the whistles of, you know, oh, I can't start my business until I do this, this, that, any other. I gotta, uh, you know, like I had this one young lady. She was asking for advice, and she said, oh. I, I need to get this website and I want to get it done from this person because this person does the website for all these, these the stars. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, how much is that? Well, he said he could do a little one for me, like pretty much like a landing page, and mm-hmm. he's going to charge like $5,000. I said, you ain't made $2. You ain't made you ain't made two coins, right. but you're going to spend $5,000 because this man is the guru to the stars and he does their websites. But they got money. That's right, why he's right. on their website. Right. You know, so don't get caught up on I have to have all these things in place before I start making money. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's that's a yeah yeah that's a really great point. Another thing, pivoting on that, um, like when people do, they do that with the programs too. Like I gotta have all my pieces and structure and all my this and that in order and laid out A to Z before I can sell anything. It's like, no, 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 no. The product is in your head, number one, because the knowledge is coming from here. So, yeah, and we've all done, I've done that too. I've done that too, till you learn. It's like, dang, I didn't build this whole thing out. And then I end up either switching gears or it's not something that the market wants. And so once I figured that out, I was like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to make sure the market wanted first before we start building. And some of it is out of fear. Mm-hmm. Some of that is out of fear. Uh, the analysis paralysis. You got to uh, figure it all out before you go and do it. A lot of times there are other factors behind that that's keeping you from moving forward and just taking that faithful step and just saying, hey, I'm just going to go out here and announce that I got this and I don't even have it going yet. And then I'll I'll build it as they come talking about it. You know, fear. And, 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 and sometimes there's self-esteem issues and all kind of other stuff that starts to come to play when, you know, when we start looking at these things. Yeah, it's true. Um, but like you said, um, especially with you, you're starting new and you, you see all these things, like back to what you were saying about the $5,000 site, you'll grow to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't feel like you have to have so many different things to get started. You don't. Some people don't even have a website. Now, there is going to be a time where you have to put things in place because people are going to expect you to show up like that. So do make sure that what you do have, you're doing it real well. Like social media platforms are free. So, and you know, there's Canva and there's other things you can have utilized that are free and low cost. So you still want to do whatever you do have very well and then when you get you'll outgrow yourself because when you get to that you know that next level of things then you can start looking at more of these things that are more costly and more sophisticated because also depending on what type of clientele you're trying to get people are going to expect that they're going to expect a certain experience 
They're going to expect you to be showing up like the CEO and you have a team. You can't still be like freelance mode. There's going to be a point. It's like, okay, yeah, you can wear, wear 50 million hats at this level, just starting out. But then as you continue to grow, you actually end up being in your own way. If you don't start looking at ways to kind of branch out and kind of becoming more sophisticated with your systems, but you definitely don't need to be doing that from the beginning. Like you said, having made $2 or trying to scrape up $2 to start out and looking at the $5,000 celebrity guru website builder. Girl, Lainey, aiming got happy meal money and talking right. about you trying to do that. Mm -mm. Can't even go get the uh, two for two. You can't even do that. Can't even go get them uh, Jack in the Box uh, tacos. Can't even do that. <laughs> and I think those are dollar, right? No, a dollar and change. <laughs> you know, so dollar and tax. And right. can't even do that. So some things we got to just, you know, put that on, put that on your dream board. Put yeah. that on, you know, put that on the list of, okay, by this date, this time, I, this is what I aim to do. This is who I aim to work with. This is what I aim to have and go for it and use that as something to push you, but don't, don't set yourself up. Mm -mm. And definitely don't just stop like, Oh, I'll wait to like, there's people that will wait till they get X, Y, and Z before they make a move. It's like, it doesn't, you know, the things, yeah. The, and I think we all at some point were there because we can't, we, we know how we want things to look, to be, we know the experience we want to have. So we're already looking at our, our end goal, right? Like I want it to be like that, not really considering where we are. And so I kind of was guilty of that too, uh, first starting out. And I remember one of my first businesses, everything just had to be so perfect. It was a restaurant. Ooh, this has to be perfect and the counters and the floors and the this and that and this. And the people didn't even appreciate it at all. It's like I delayed opening a business several months and had maybe half a year of additional inspections to do all of this, what I felt like I just had to do. And then in the end, there was really no ROI. So that's just like another, you know, example. It's like, no, just use what you have, you know, do really well with what you have. You get the business in, you'll begin to outgrow that. Then you can step into your dream list. Okay, now I want this and now I want to, you know, do this. The one thing you don't want to do, because you'll see this happen a lot too, that it's kind of almost like the second level of this whole situation is you'll have people, okay, yeah, they're able to start. Oh yeah, I can start with this and this and that, but then they get stuck at that level. And it's their, their pride, you know, their stuff still looks like DIY and all of that. And it's like, okay, you also have to know once you get to a certain you know, place. It's like, okay, you've gotten things running, you use what you have, but now it's time to get to the next level. And you're not going to get to the next level doing the same thing that you're doing on level one. It's just not going to work. So you got to know when to make that shift. Girl, that hit like a shot of Tito's vodka. That one right there. That, that right there hit because it's so true. It's so, so true. And people, uh, you know, we just, we fail to realize that we cannot level up if we don't move into that zone. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, you can't be talking about, okay, I'm moving in the caviar stage, right, but right. you still got, you know, you still on ground beef. Budget, you know what I'm right. saying? You're, still, you're, still right. you're not opening yourself up for the increase that that right. that right. wants to come into your life. 
Yeah. You're not making that you're not making room. You have to make room for it. Exactly. So like you said, if it's on that dream list, you know, don't just write it on a dream list with no no strategy of how you're gonna get there. You know, you know, write it on a dream list, but kind of know what it is you're gonna do to get there. And then once you get to that place, you need to be able to make some decisions to shift so you don't get stuck in level one. Who wants to get stuck in level one of the game? <laughs> no. Mm -mm. I know. And 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 it's and it can happen. And um and if you do pick back up and, and and hit the ground running, but learn from the mistakes. Oh, learn yeah. from, okay, the experience. Okay, last time I did this and that didn't quite work, what do I need to do this time? And don't be afraid to reach out to help, you mm -hmm. know, but don't be coming at everybody, you know, these professional people, and then you, you know, and, and, and especially sister friends, I'm talking to you. Let me lean yeah. in. Let me lean in. Not Cheryl Sandburn, uh, lean in. This this Tanya Burke, lean in. Let me lean in on y'all, okay? <laughs> Pay people. Right. Right there. <laughs> Pay people. Pay right. people what they work. Pay mm -hmm. people. Stop asking for people to deliver for you on a 100% top-notch level, and then you don't want to pay them. And yeah. stop doing this to your other sister friends, other black women. Stop coming yeah. to black women and asking them to do these freebies and keep asking for these freebies. And then you don't show up and deliver with anything. Then they give you the freebie and you won't do nothing with the freebie. Cut that nonsense out. Yeah. Okay, uh, let, me lean, let me lean back in my seat. Let me lean back. <laughs> I almost failed. I that, that had to be said, though. That had to be said. I, I didn't want I, I didn't want that to happen. I, I almost fell, y'all. Uh, <laughs> trying to get y'all that message, but no, really, it happens so much. We, you know, value our our sisters, value them because there are so many dynamic black women out there doing great things in all areas, and it's always like, what you know, I want to come up, and it's like, if if we're not patronizing each other how can we expect anybody else to yeah how can we expect anybody else to and then the one thing that burns me up is you got the sister over here that you asking for free but then you going over here and paying the other uh up the yin yang and they ain't giving you nothing they ain't giving you no love they not giving you anything now i can understand okay Sometimes you're in a tight spot and financially you you don't have it. And somebody right. says, yeah, you know what? I like what you're going, where you're going and what you're doing and I want to support you. That's called an investment. That person is an mm -hmm. investor. That's not your come up. That mm -hmm. ain't a hookup. That person is an investor. So you need to return on the investment for that person right. who's going out on a limb and giving you that service that they could make, you know, probably, you know, so much more money that they gave to you for free or they gave to you for a discount. And try and, and give back. You yeah. know, don't keep, you know, I, and I'm not talking to everybody, but I'm just, you know, I, you know, I'm on the church circuit right now, but some of y'all give back. You keep taking. Take, 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 take. And don't want to give nothing. And it's like, no. It's a give and take on both ends. Don't keep asking everybody for something and then you ain't trying to give nothing. 
And that's half the problem too, right there. That mentality of take, 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 take. And then you wonder why you stay at the level one. You cannot get to these other levels if you are not giving, if you are not helping other people, supporting other people. You cannot expect that your thing is going to turn out right. It just does not work. And, and I'm going to really say, I'm going to call out you Christians. My Christian brothers and sisters, that right there, that how can you expect, how can you expect increase and you trying to scam and skim on everybody? Yeah. You just, you, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it don't work out that way. That's yeah. not how that cycle works. You need to dial it back and you need to, you know, it's, 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 it's a collaboration. We need to be working together, not, well, you know, she be doing this or whatever, and I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to come up for free, and ha, I got mine, and then you move on to the next one, because I, I have seen you sisters out there, not just sisters, and I'm not just saying it's just a, you know, a, 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 a black community thing, but I'm talking to my black folks, because y'all need to stop this. I see them, it's like an assembly line. They just go from one person, next person, next person, it's like I'm going to get everything I need, and I'm not giving back to anybody else. That's just selfish, and I don't like selfish people. I and, and I definitely don't like resource hoggers. You know all this information, and you don't want to share it with nobody because you don't want everybody to get. Come on now, that's Shut the way. And then all, it's like, and you do all that, and then you wonder why you haven't got beyond level one. You still, and that's the whole reason why you have to go asking each person because you still haven't even got beyond where you're at because you're not. That's not how it works. If you, it's, and it's, it's kind of almost back to like when you look at the social media or you look at people superficially when you see, oh, they have this or that success or whatever, but they don't see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are highly successful, they are givers. <laughs> they support people outside of themselves. <laughs> you know, there's a lot more to the puzzle than just what you see that they're getting. They're getting that for a reason. Yeah, that's just that's just how that circle um, goes around. And um, I'm just going to pause right here. And I am going to thank our sister friend Keisha for uh, enlightening us. I mean, she gave some terrific nuggets, um, you know, she owns the table. She's at the table. She has built the table. And I'm telling y'all, this woman is phenomenal. And so, to you know, right now, we're going to pause. But I want you to know, look forward to part two of this conversation. Part two of this conversation because she's dropping too much. For y'all not to get, you know, what's going on. And I want her to go further into the whole KP media because that's some information that you all need to know and be a part of because that's groundbreaking. So, but thank you. Thank you, Keisha. And so until we guys, uh, until we meet again on another episode of We Own the Table. Bye. Thanks for having me.